Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. So last week, we were reflecting on the fact that we have the power We have the power, with God's help of course, to choose the way of life in each and every moment. We we can choose the path that leads us into deeper and deeper union with God. And and I suggested last week the way that we do that is by uniting ourselves with the will of God, which is love. St Paul puts it even more simply for us today. He says, all of the commandments, all of the instructions that God has given you so that you might have life, ultimately come down to one. And that is love. What St Paul's saying is that where there is love, there is always life. But what is love really? Last week we spoke about love as uh, going beyond ourselves, giving ourselves as a gift for the good of others. You see, love always values the flourishing of others. For me to say I love you and to really mean it means that I treat you in a way that enables you to flourish. But what does this look like exactly, concretely? Sometimes it can be really uh, difficult to know what love really looks like. In certain situations, certain circumstances, it's hard to know what is really the loving thing to do. And so we keep coming back, of course, to Jesus, who is the embodiment of love. We keep learning from him. And today Jesus gives us a very practical example about how we can love people in a way that enables them to flourish, to to truly live. Jesus says, if your brother does something wrong, go and, out, go, go and have it out with him alone, between your two selves. If he listens to you, you have won back your brother. Now, Jesus is talking here uh, about someone who, has, uh, who is behaving in the wrong way within the context of a faith community. And he's talking about how you would, uh, how you would correct that person. I want to take... Uh, this teaching of Jesus today and I I want to apply it uh, more broadly to uh, our relationships generally and and, and the the difficulties that we can experience in our relationships. The, The underlying principle that Jesus is giving us today is that love seeks union. Love seeks relationship. That's when you know that it's really love. When someone has done something that has ruptured relationship, that has caused division, what Jesus is saying is that love takes initiative to go and restore what has been lost, to to win back your brother or your sister, as Jesus put it. Now, the, 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 the practical way that we do this, Jesus says today, is to go and have it out. Now, it's an unfortunate translation because 
I guess to us it might sound like Jesus is saying, go and set them straight, you know, go and have it out with them. But what he's really talking about here is he's taking initiative, taking responsibility to address the issue. Jesus is saying, don't, don't wait. Don't let it fester, but, but address it. Uh, speak it out with a person. Uh, seek first to understand what's going on with them. S- stand in their shoes. Try and understand their motives. Get in touch with their pain. Share with them how their, their behaviour has impacted you. And see if through your compassion and through that conversation, see if you can win them back to relationship. Bring them back into a place of flourishing. Jesus' basic message to us in the gospel today is that love fights for relationship. Love fights for unity because that's where God's life flows. Through relationship. We see that first and foremost in God himself. In the life of the Trinity. A love that flows through relationship. You see, in the Christian worldview, uh, we are not individuals sort of living our own lives, but we are the people of God. And the way that we experience God is, is through one another. Paul talks about us as the body, as the body of Christ. And we know when uh, part of our body is diseased, it affects the whole of the body, right? The same, of course, is true in our relationships. We know that when we don't address a conflict or a tension or, or, or some kind of pain in relationship, that ultimately it, it affects everyone that's involved. Ultimately, though, it robs us of connection with God and with life. Jesus said today, whatever you bind on earth, will be bound in heaven. Your, your relationships, the quality of your relationships on earth impact and affect your relationship with heaven. There is, there's a connection. And so making the effort to love and to fight for relationship now really matters. It's not just something we do because we're Christians and we want to be nice. It, it really matters. If we really want to love others we first need to learn how to love ourselves and this is really my main point today I've come to realise that one of the greatest blockages to love is not so much our weakness or our sinfulness or our daily struggles but that one of the greatest blockages is our failure to address the, the, the tension that we experience within ourselves. It's our silence. It's that uh, tendency we have to to hold all of our pain and our anger and our grief and our fears and our anxieties within ourselves to keep them secret, to keep them quiet from others. You know, Jesus spoke about... uh, the reality of an enemy in the spiritual life. We talk about the enemy as the devil or or as Satan. And and it seems to me that one of the key strategies of the enemy 
is to convince us, to give us reasons and really good reasons why we shouldn't share what's going on in us with others, why we can't share it. You see, the enemy knows that when we keep our pain and our conflict and our tension, when we keep that within ourselves, when we don't share it with others, it damages us. Over time, it affects the way that we think, what we believe. It affects our capacity to, to, to live and, and certainly to flourish. This kind of silence is destructive. It, it ruins marriages and families and, and communities. It, it heightens our, our fears and our anxieties. It, it puts us in, in a prison. But love always takes initiative to bring us out of this destructive silence. Love gives us the courage and the, and the willingness to address the, the conflict, the tension, the pain that we're holding within ourselves, to bring it to the light. If we want to love ourselves in this kind of way, we need help to do it. We can't do it on our own. You know, Einstein said that uh, the mind that uh, uh, problems cannot be solved with the same mind that created them. Now, the enemy might try and convince us that we can. We can, you know, resolve this on our own, but the reality is that we can't. We need people in our life that can help us to have it out with ourselves, to, to bring our, our, our stuff to the surface, to to kind of work through it, to understand it. And, and Jesus is pointing to this in the Gospel today. He says, look, if, if you can't work it out, uh, bring it to the community. There's a value there. There's, there's wisdom in the community. God has given us people with special gifts to help us. He's given us in these days counsellors and, and, and psychologists and spiritual directors and pastoral carers He's given us, of course, the sacrament of reconciliation and we should see all of these professions as ways in which God is reaching out to us and trying to love us and restore us back into life to enable us to flourish again. I know in my own journey that these people have been so, so important for my own growth, for my own uh, um, freedom. I, I talk about these, uh, I use the boxing analogy often, I talk about them as, as the team in my corner, as the people who are on my, on my side, helping me to live well, whether it be a, my psychologist or a, a spiritual director or pastoral care or, or, or just a close friend who I can really be open and honest with. I can see how God has worked through all of these people so powerfully. There's no way I would be where I am today without their help. So who is in your corner? Who is that person that you can share openly and honestly with? Who's that person, ideally who's got some kind of training and, and experience, who can help you to sift through the many voices within, who can help you to identify what's true and what's a lie? What's good and of God and what's not of God? 
Who's that person for you? Who's the, the person or the people that are helping you to find freedom? I want to suggest that all of us need at least one person like this in our lives. Regardless of how young or old we, are, we may be or, or how uh, intelligent or, or capable or, or holy, we, we, we all need someone. And yes, it is an investment of time. It is an investment of money sometimes. But I consider it as one of the best investments we can make. See, it's only when we can work through our own pain that we can really sit with others in their pain. I, I can only really love you to the degree that, that I first love myself. Many of us struggle to love our spouses and, and our family and our co-workers and our brothers and sisters in religious community because we haven't first loved ourselves in our own pain. We haven't sought the help that we, we most deeply need. But when we are able to do that, when we work through our pain, our pain actually becomes so precious to us. It becomes a, a, a special place of connection with, with others and with God. That's why the cross is such a, a powerful image of healing because it represents to us a God who has is come and, and shared with us in the depths of our pain. Now, there may be some of you who are listening to this and just thinking, Father Dan, it, it sounds way too hard. What's, you know, why, why would I put myself through all this? I'd rather just keep things as they are, just keep the status quo. I've kind of learnt to, to just to manage with how things are. Well, my response to that would be the response of Jesus today. That what you bind on earth shall be considered bound in heaven. Our relationships now really matter. Love is the only way to life. And love always seeks union with ourselves, with God and with one another. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.